Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Libricube. I am once again, once again and always, Jordan Maywood, the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. Today is Friday. Yeah, yeah, baby. Friday. Um, November the 9th. Because it is Friday, that of course means on the podcast today, it is Fri-Internet Day. Once again, that is Fri-Internet Day. Ooh, baby, again. Today's sponsor is Tom Peeperson's Teeth Blackening Peeping Tom Toothpaste. Once again, that is Tom Peeperson's Teeth Blackening Peeping Tom Toothpaste. I like to say the sponsor twice because they pay me for every time uh, I say it. So, Tom Peeperson's Teeth Blackening Peeping Tom Toothpaste. Are you a Peeping Tom, you perv? Are you, when doing your Peeping Tom, your Peeping Tom foolery, always smiling because you're having such a good time looking at boobies? Well, are you? You can tell me. Have you, on multiple occasions, been uh, caught red-handed because of your winning smile glowing in the dark? Well, fret no longer. With Tom Peeperson's teeth blackening peeping Tom toothpaste, that problem vanishes like so many, um, let's say, Statue of Liberties by David Copperfield. So, there you go. Buy it and enjoy. Fry Internet Day. Ah, if you listened to uh, yesterday's Herf Hideos Games Day, it was the first um, shorter episode. And at the end of the episode, there were things that I uh, did not have time to get to. Coincidentally, the main thing that I wanted to get to and didn't have time uh, will be a sort of segue between Third Video Games Day and Front Internet Day, because it was something from the Front Internet that has to do with video games. Oh, look at that. It's almost as if I planned it, uh, even though I did not. Uh, what... It is is a uh, internet show on a YouTube channel run by a Miss uh, Felicia Day. I don't recall if I've. I know I've mentioned her. I don't know if I've gotten too in depth into her internet channel. Her uh, YouTube channel is called Geek and Sundry. Uh, actually, just off the top of my head, one of the cool things about these. Uh, YouTube channels, uh, in Felicia Day's case, Geek and Sundry, and in Chris Hardwick's case, The Nerdist Channel. <laughs> you got, you got both your geeks and your nerds covered there. It's nice that they get along. They're, uh, friendly with one another. So, I appreciate that. They are, uh, friends even, you would say. In fact, so, uh, the one I specifically wanted to talk about yesterday that I watched, uh, that will bring us in today, is uh, Felicia does something called a flog, which uh, I guess is a combination of blog uh, 
and a vlog, that's with a V, which is a video weblog. Uh, blog is weblog, short for weblog. Vlog, with a V, is short for video weblog, I do believe, anyways. And uh, she spells it with an F, and I think it's because it's a Felicia Day video weblog, so it's a vlog. So, I like that. Uh, the one uh, I specifically wanted to talk about was... Well, she's done this a couple of times now, and uh, she'll meet up with her brother, and uh, they'll play a classic video game. So, you see how that uh, combines the two days. The game they played on uh, the most recent one I watched was one called Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Uh, I think... I'm fairly certain I did play this when I was younger. It looked very familiar, anyways. Uh, other games they have played uh, is... What did they play? Toe Jam and Earl. That one I definitely do remember playing. That's the only two I can remember off the top of my head, but there's there's been a couple. It's, it's a good segment. That's not what the vlog is totally about, and they don't do it every week, but uh, occasionally they'll, they'll throw that section in. I believe that it was part of the same... Uh, episode that uh, Felicia and one of her uh, fellow castmates from the uh, web show The Guild did a cooking show. Uh, again, they've done that a couple of times. <laughs> I'm not uh, normally the cooking show watching type, but they uh, funny it up a bit and nerdy it up a bit. So that I can appreciate. So if you are a nerd and have never wanted anything to do with cooking shows, then um, this might change your mind a bit. So good on them. What did they make? Oh, <laughs> it was kind of funny because they made, uh, apparently there's some uh, big basketball games going on. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Something something basketball related. The final, final fours or something. I uh, do not watch sports, <laughs> as you can maybe tell, uh, and neither do they. Uh, Felicia said <laughs> that she had been to two Lakers games, so uh, now is a Lakers fan. Uh, of course, she did not really know uh, anything about basketball, but they made like things that were purple and yellow, which is the Lakers colors, and uh, sports-related food items, sort of. Basically, it was just purple and yellow stuff, so you could make it any color. It was just what food color you used. Um, okay, so we are now deeply entrenched in Fra Internet Day. Before we go any further, let's check out QQQQ107 for a little radio roulette. CQQ is, of course, an extended radio station. No. Oh my, oh my. It just doesn't seem to be in the cards that we get music in the mornings. But do people like talk more in the mornings? Is that it? Alright folks, at this point in the show, I am going to stop and get a coffee. Because I am dog top boss, so I will edit this part out. However, the possibility exists that I am not actually getting a coffee. Maybe I am... Uh, let's say, uh, murdering an emu, plucking his feathers, and making a pillow. You never know. Okay, mission accomplished. 
emu decimated. <laughs> Funny sort of thing happened that time, which I don't know why at Tim Hortons always funny things seem to happen to me. I uh, gave the girl my money for my coffee. She said, thanks, have a good day. Uh, and then I took my foot off the uh, brake and started to pull away, uh, immediately realizing that I had not actually got my coffee yet. She screwed me. She screwed me up there, man. Normally they give you your coffee and then say have a good day, but she did it backwards, so. Eee, embarrassing. We talked a little bit about uh, Geek and Sundry, the uh, Felicia Day created YouTube channel, which I recommend, uh, recommend that you subscribe yourself to, because it's got a lot, a lot of good stuff. Uh, the next thing from the Fry Internet that I watched uh, was a TED Talk. I mentioned, uh, I think it was last Fry Internet, I watch things from YouTube uh, by, I don't know if you'd call them a channel, I think only certain people get that sort of YouTube channel title. But, uh, hell, let's call them a channel, who cares? They are called uh, Big Think, and they put it sort of uh, these cool little educational type uh, video thingamabobs, sort of like TED Talks, uh, which I mentioned. I also mentioned I will try to watch some TED Talks, which is what I did. Uh, I watched a couple of them. Some of them, um, some of them I kind of, uh, I don't know, they didn't really grab my attention and I didn't write anything down about them. But one of them I found very interesting was one about, uh, they called it breathable metal. So that title right there is, pulls you in a little bit because you think, what the hell is breathable metal? Is it a new heavy metal band? No, it is not because it's on TED Talks. And they don't talk about heavy metal bands very often, uh, if ever. It is a way in which, uh, potentially at least, I don't know if they have it in practice, uh, certainly not in practice on a large, large scale, that you could have a uh, office building air-conditioned. Now, air-conditioned office building, in this case, uh, I'm sorry, in a currently means that you need large uh, and expensive to run air conditioners uh, and lots of vents going throughout your building, which uh, is obviously a very expensive part of putting up an office building because you need to pump air in and out of these giant buildings to keep the temperature uh, sort of normal. Uh, keep it room temperature. Room temperature is something I always have uh, trouble wrapping uh, my brain around because if you ask multiple sources, you will get multiple answers on what temperature room temperature is. To me, it is 21 degrees uh, centigrade. That's what I think room temperature is. Now, that being said, uh, I actually like it a little cooler, like uh, 20, 20, even 19 is, is comfortable for me. But I am a red-blooded Canadian male and am almost uh, never cold. <laughs> I'm freakishly always hot. I, uh, in the summertime, will complain about the heat. Uh, the only reason I feel that I am allowed to do this is because I will never complain about the cold. So, you can pick 
one, either hot or cold, and complain about it. But if you complain about both, well, then you're an idiot. That is, again, one man's opinion. Uh, what was I talking about? Buy metal. Buy metal. Buy for two, obviously. Uh, metal for metal. Again, pretty obvious. But what they do is, if you picture two different metals, uh, metals will uh, sh- uh, shrink and expand at different temperatures. Different metals, different temperatures. So they'll take two different metals. I don't remember if they got into specifically which metals they were using, but I think uh, you have uh, some leeway with that. Like, I don't think it has to be too exact every single time metals that will do this. I think uh, depending on what temperatures you want uh, this to happen, you can choose different metals. Uh, What happens is when you attach these two metals to one another, so one on one side, one on another, in a sort of of plate, we'll say, uh, they will expand and contract at different rates, which means they uh, sort of curl. You really got to see the video because it's cool to watch, too. They will sort of uh, curl open. So, with that technology, uh, they are able to, uh, when the outside temperature reaches a uh, certain degree, the uh, these uh, bimetal, I don't know if you'd call them windows per se, bimetal, yeah, we'll call them windows, bimetal windows will uh, open and close depending on what the temperature is. So if it's cool outside, and uh, you're going to get a nice breeze throughout your office building, they will open and let the air in, and then your air conditioning system does not to be not need to be on at that time, which will save uh, thousands and thousands of dollars a year. When it's uh, super hot, they will uh, close these windows or vents, however you want to call them, uh, it's kind of cool. It almost looked like a like an animal's back when its hair is when its hair is bristling. It was cool to see it in uh, in actual effect. I seem to recall, and I don't think I'm uh, misremembering this, that uh, when the misses and I uh, in the summertime, yeah, it was this summer, we went to the Ontario Science Center. We had been saying for probably as long as we had been together, we've said a dozen times that we should really go and uh, just kind of make a day of it. And we finally did it after many years of building it up. One of the things as you're sort of walking in was a, not sure actually if it was bimetal or just metal, (laughs) but uh, the temperature, the outside temperature would affect the metal and because they knew at because they knew the rate at which it expanded they could tell how hot it was so this expanding metal which was huge it was like the size of a like a giant i-beam uh, the rate at which it would expand would tell you the temperature and there was a little gauge too that it would move uh, in order to tell you the temperature so uh, watching this video reminded me that. We are at work on a Friday. 
Uh, well, we'll get her done. And meet back here. Synchronize swatches. Go. I'm a fool to do your dirty working, working, working. And we're back. We are back. We are back. We are back. We are back. 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 We are back. Back in action. Hello again. It is Friday and I'm driving home. That is a good deep down warm your cockles feeling, isn't it? Don't you love it? Maybe um, you are driving home at the same time and we're all sort of sharing that loving drive home from work on a Friday feeling. Aww. It's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Okay, uh, if I do recall, we left off talking about bimetal. That is a burp. Nothing to do with bimetal. The next item I wanted to talk about is a new show on Chris Hardwick's Nerdist YouTube channel, starring none other than a Mr. Jimmy Pardo. You may know Jimmy Pardo from his podcast, um, Never Not Funny. And although probably there are sections of the podcast that are not funny, which would make the podcast title False Advertising. It is funny for a large chunk of it, so that's pretty good. His new uh, show, we'll call it a show because they're, they're shows, uh, is called Right Now. Uh, and that is right, spelled W-R-I-T-E, as in writing. It's was very good. I enjoyed it. It was the first episode, um, and they seem to uh, know what they are doing. It's a very interesting uh, concept that really appealed to me. What they do is have a panel of writers, uh, comedy writers, and uh, then a comedian, stand-up comedian, or has... Jimmy Pardo quite often says a standing-up comedian will come in and do a uh, bit, a little piece of their act, not their whole act usually, or I can't really say usually because it's only been one episode. So they'll do a, sort of a chunk of their act, and while they are doing it, the panel of writers will um, sort of riff on what the comedian is talking about usually in a not very nice manner. They'll, uh, they'll write things that are very um, mean, mean-spirited. We end this podcast with it's nice to be nice to the nice, but sometimes it's nice to be mean to the nice because it is amusing. Uh, and this was the case, definitely. It uh, has a sort of... Uh, could definitely say a uh, roast-like flair to it, which I think is sort of the uh, underlying idea. Um, oh, uh, Jimmy Pardo, being the host, will read off what the panel of writers uh, wrote and choose the best one, and they get some sort of prize. Although that part was kind of... Uh, 
wasn't really sure what the prize was. Uh, the prize of winning, let's say. Uh, very funny, I recommend, I recommend you check it out. Since it is just the first episode, you can be there right on the ground floor, which is always nice, and uh, then see how they sort of develop as the uh, season, we'll call it a season, moves onwards. Very funny stuff, highly recommended. The next thing from the fra internet that I watched was also on the Nerdist Network, and uh, it's actually also podcast related because it is called Star Talk and uh, stars none other than uh, what will we call him sciencey cool dude Neil deGrasse Tyson I hope that you are familiar with Neil deGrasse Tyson because uh, I'm a huge huge fan he is a sort of uh, uber nerdy cool guy uh, he is a astrophysicist, which right there, I know what you're thinking. How can you be a astrophysicist and be a uh, cool guy? But uh, he pulls it off. Him and uh, Bill Nye. Bill Nye, who, by the way, seems to be making a really big comeback lately, which I appreciate wholeheartedly. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson has a podcast called Star Talk, and what they are doing on the Nerdist Network is taking these podcasts and filming them and putting them up on YouTube. What I realized about uh, halfway through watching this one is that it was an episode that I had actually already listened to on iTunes. I didn't know at the time that they had filmed it and are now uh, putting it on the YouTubes. So, a pleasant surprise, but uh, now the fact that I have listened to most of these episodes on YouTube, I'm hoping that ones they post on uh, the Nerdist channel will be different than the ones I've already listened to, because I don't want to, as good as they are, I don't uh, really want to repeat my media consumption because there's so many other things that I could be watching or listening to. So, there you go. That's just a thought. That being said, if you have never listened to them, you uh, definitely should check it out because uh, you can tell the uh, enthusiasm that Mr. DeGrasse Tyson brings to uh, whatever scientific he's talking about. Also good is the uh, he will always have a, sort of a comedian with him to uh, funny it up a bit. I forget his name and I didn't write it down, but he's, he's really funny. Also uh, on this particular episode they had a sort of guest uh, comedian in, um, oh geez, what was her name? Her last name, Shaw, I do believe. Kristen Shaw? I think that's her name. Uh, pretty sure. Uh, you, if you know her, might recognize her from a little show called um, Flight of the Concords, which uh, I love, 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 and have all of their songs on my uh, phone. 
in case I ever want to listen to them, which I do often. Very, very good. Very, very funny. Oh, yeah, rating things. We should remember to do that. Uh, okay, so we'll go Flight of the Concords. We'll go 5 out of 5 for Season 1 and 4 out of 5 for Season 2. Uh, and then there was no season three, so there you go. Jimmy Pardo's show right now. Episode one, five out of five. I really enjoyed it, like the premise. Star Talk. Um, I think when I first listened to it, I may have gone five out of five. But since it was a re-watch slash listen, we'll have to bring that down to four out of five. Uh, what else didn't I rate? Yeah, that's good for now. Whatever. We don't have to be totally anal about it, right? Okay, next. Uh, we will talk about a, another YouTube show. Uh, it seems a lot of my fry internet uh, media consumption that I want to bring to this podcast and talk to are video-related. Maybe we'll try to change that and talk about things such as... Uh, say, uh, okay, here's a good one we'll just throw in while I'm on the subject. Uh, a site called Quora. That's Q-U-A-R-A, I think. Pretty sure. I'm a bad speller, but whatever. It is a site, how do I explain it, in which people will enter questions and then experts will answer said questions. You, uh, I'm pretty sure you need an account to view the questions and answers, but once you have an account, uh, it's cool because you can sort of uh, pick things that interest you, and when people ask and answer questions about subjects you've chosen, they are emailed to you. And then uh, every time I get one of these emails, I open it up and uh, read through them. And it is very uh, eye-opening. Definitely a recommend 5 out of 5 for that site. Basically, it is a sort of site where people can share knowledge. Share knowledge they have accumulated through their lifetime. Which uh, greatly appeals to me and sort of flows along with that uh, that thought of always being on the sort of prowl to expand your, your brain matter a little bit whenever possible. And uh, the other good part about it is it's a sort of community effort. Uh, nerds kind of getting together and uh, helping nerds, which... I love. Uh, something that Chris Hardwick calls uh, nerd sourcing. So, that's a word. Oh, uh, okay, so uh, what I was going to mention before that was a YouTube show. Again, we'll call it called uh, Tabletop. I'm not sure if I mentioned this show yet. It uh, stars a Mr. Will Wheaton, who you may know from uh, Star Trek The Next Generation as Wesley Crusher. You may also know him. Uh, probably he is more widely known in the non-nerdy uh, communities. Um, 
he starred in a little movie called Stand By Me. A great movie, which um, I know I did not know uh, until many years after seeing it. Is a uh, was actually a short story by Stephen King. So, there you go. Recommend reading the short story by Stephen King. And also recommend seeing the movie Stand By Me. The movie Stand By Me, great, great movie. Still holds up. Watched it not too long ago. Five out of five. She gets a five. Uh, the show, uh, Table Talk, is on uh, Geek and Sundry channel. Felicia Day's channel. And is about tabletop gaming. Uh, about? Mm, yeah, it's about it. About it in the sense that they will take a tabletop game and play it. <laughs> it it's really as simple as that. They started out, I believe the first episode was uh, Settler, Settlers of Catan, which uh, is huge. It's, I think probably one of the biggest, most popular games in the world now. Uh, I might be throwing out a statistic there that is not true, but if it's not true, um, what the hell? It's close. Like, more popular than Monopoly, or I'm pretty sure. Am I making this up? I don't know. Very, 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 very popular game. Uh, developed in Germany, I, I do recall. And I think I remember reading in Wired Magazine that uh, tabletop gaming in Germany is just a huge in industry. And this has the uh, lions, the uh, settlers of Catan has the sort of lion's share of that industry. Okay, uh, it is getting dark. It is dark now, so it's making it hard to read my notes. <laughs> so, excuse me. The particular episode I watched of Tabletop, they played a uh, card-based game called Star Flux, which, from the sounds of it, is a version uh, of another game that's just called Flux. It was very, very good. The people they had playing it were uh, Alex Albrecht. Alex Albrecht has his own show on the Nerdist Network. So it's very cool how uh, Geek and Sundry and the Nerdist Network always sort of seem to like cross-pollinate with one another as far as uh, people are concerned. Uh, for example, Will Wheaton is, uh, has been on the Nerdist podcast uh, because him, this is an interesting fact I found, him and uh, Chris Hardwick were uh, apparently good buddies, good pals. Even uh, stayed in the same dorm together in uh, university. So there's a little fun fact for you. Little uh, FFY fun fact for you. Why we'll call those? Uh, they played this game and. Uh, it's a game that, while watching the episode, I was thinking, man, I want to play this game because it had a huge uh, sort of sci-fi theme throughout. A lot of, uh, you had Star Trek references, you had Doctor Who references, Star Wars, uh, just oh, uh, 42, 
So uh, Douglas Adams references, so books, movies, TV, uh, all sci-fi related, which uh, I friggin' loved and would love to play this game. The only downside being I can see is that uh, it takes four players and it's pretty nerdy and I don't think I could get four nerdy people together. So, the sadness. <sighs> C'est la vie. Okay, so we'll move on from that and talk about... Oh, okay, we'll talk about uh, something that happened today on the interwebs, which uh, was really, really cool. I have mentioned, I think, the podcast Comedy Bang Bang, which, as far as generating laughs for me, is my favorite. Uh, It is definitely one of the... It, it sort of sits apart from the rest as being a little different. Yeah, we can say that. In that it's most of the comedy podcasts I listen to are more of a just uh, people sitting around talking. This has that. However, not every single time, but most times, one of the people who is sitting around talking is not a real person. That might not exactly make sense. What I mean by that is that one of them will be a person pretending to be someone else. Yes, acting, uh, you could call it. Uh, Improving is maybe a more accurate term. In the, uh, my favorite person uh, to do that is when they have the uh, cake boss on, cake boss, the fake cake boss. Uh, other highlights are Jesse Ventura, very good. They're not always uh, famous people being imitated. Uh, for example, today was someone pretending to be a not famous, not popular uh, stand-up comedian. Uh, I can't remember his name because, well, it wasn't a real person, not a real stand-up comedian, and also playing not popular, so... Don't expect me to know them. However, the guest on today's show was friggin' Chris Hardwick. <laughs> I had, a, it's funny, doubly, I find, because I had all of these, uh, all of these notes in my new fancy notepad to talk about things on the Nerdist channel from Chris Hardwick, and then he shows up on this totally unrelated podcast. So that's another. Uh, something that I just find amazing about podcasts is that sort of cross-pollination, we'll call it, between them. So very, very often, people from one podcast will appear on another one. It sort of uh, seems to be a, a brotherly or sometimes sisterly community, which I like. I like a lot. They're not... Uh, bastards who all hate one another uh, and are all sort of scrambling to one-up each other. They're sharing the, uh, not airwaves per se, but they're sharing the bandwidth. Yeah, yeah. They're sharing the bandwidth with one another. So, oh, you know what? Uh, I'll mention because if you have noticed, this podcast is maybe a little longer than others because I am taking a different route home to uh, not drive through town because I have to make a stop 
and pick up my new iPhone 5. Uh, uh, pretty exciting, I know. Now, when I listen to uh, Mr. Chris Hardwick talk about anything Apple-related, Apple he will quite often uh, bring up the fact that he gets flack for being accused of being a, what they call an Apple fanboy. Uh, so people will kind of say, oh, Apple's not that great, you know. I'm doing an impression here. Apple's really not that great. It's more expensive than it's worth. Uh, which, you know, what are you going to do? My uh, sort of Apple feeling is that, uh, yes, there are probably phones out there that are better than the iPhone as far as hardware and software. When it comes to computers, for example, I would never buy a Mac because I think, uh, although they are good, they are not good to the money that you have to pay for them. I think you're paying a lot for the name. The same can be said with the iPhone. However, this is why I have an iPhone, is because nobody can really compete with the apps and the uh, peripherals, let's say. As much as I think, uh, so as much as I think with an iPhone, some of the money that I am paying for it is simply for the name, which I don't like, um, a lot of the money that I'm paying is for things I do like. So, it's, uh, you take the good, you take the bad, you take the both, and there you have the iPhone 5. The iPhone 5. Uh, also, the reason I'm getting it is because I told myself uh, I was going to totally skip anything with iPhone 4 in the number, so I'm uh, rocking a little old school here, uh, iPhone, I'm rocking an iPhone 3GS, old school. Uh, it was actually the first and only smartphone I've ever owned, and I said to myself, you know what, I will get another iPhone, but I am going to skip anything with 4 in it, just to sort of A, and mostly A, save money, and B, because, because I think that the, uh, to get every iteration and spend that much money for every iteration, iteration, uh, is just not common sense or logical. Okay, uh, dark to the point where I cannot see notepad at all. Oh, wait, I'm stopped, though. Let's see, what do I got? How many bang, bang? Oh, oh, the last thing I watched before I... Okay, two more things. One is a Nerdist episode I watched, watched, listened to this week with a Mr. Kevin Bacon. So that was cool. Uh, what do I want to mention from it? Nothing really other than the fact that I'm a big fan of the Kevin Bacon, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon game, movie game. If you are unfamiliar with that, I'm not going to explain it because I don't have time. Just Google that and you will see. Very fun game. Tried playing it with the missus. Uh, we played a couple times. She did not care for it, <laughs> which I don't get because basically the way we play 
is that she just gives me names of famous people, and then I play it. Uh, but she didn't like it, and said, no, stop it, I don't want to play this anymore. And so, we did. If you uh, ever want to play that game, and are a friend of mine, and are listening to this, let's play it. <coughs> Alright. The very last thing uh, we'll talk about is something... Uh, a podcast I was listening to right as work ended. It was Doug Loves Movies. Doug Loves Movies is a podcast about, wait for it, movies. <sighs> well, that's the sort of underlying uh, theme, and Doug, it's funny, he'll always try to steer his guests towards it, uh, not always successfully, which is funny. Uh, today, though, uh, guests were Ricky Lindholm, who you uh, may know from, um, the hell is the name of her comedy duo? Oh, uh, Garfunkel and Oates. Uh, I recommend, uh, again, I'm a big fan of, hey, if I don't have time, go Google this and look at it. Uh, they are a comedy singing duo, very, very funny. Uh, who else was there? Oh, Paul Shear, also, very funny dude. Uh, he has a new show on that I haven't watched yet with a very ridiculous title. Uh, what is it? Like SVU, VGBM, CJBGS, something like that. Uh, and lastly, who I was uh, pleasantly surprised to hear from, uh, Amber Benson. No relation to Dunk Benson, as they talked about. Who uh, you re- uh, may remember as Tara from uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, lesbian Tara, so I enjoyed that. I think her and Willow on Buffy shared the first lesbian kiss on television. Uh, I think that might be a fact. Let's say it is, and let's end the show. Yay! It's nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Libro Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address, mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Come the day you're mine Live long and prosper